Hi, welcome to the Creative Explorers podcast. I'm Rachel Shores. I'm a watercolor artist living in Germany and working on my book on my world travels in my 20s. And I'm with Laume. Yeah, hi. I'm also an artist and I'm not creating art at the moment. <laughs> really not. I, I haven't like done anything <laughs> for about a month or so. I don't know. Maybe it's... <laughs> That's just also what it is. Maybe we should talk about this, that not creating art sometimes is also part of creating art. I, you know, somebody had said that creatives have a lot more downtime. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of encouraging to hear. And actually, when you think about it, I know there's lots and lots of, um, there's lots of examples people have of like writers mm -hmm. and their practices. And a lot of them were, you know, talking about two-hour-long daily walks that they would take. Yeah, yeah because I feel downtime is, is where the creativity, where the ideas can come in. It feels like I have some experience to have, <laughs> to, some life to live in order to, to be able to create. I, I don't know, sometimes it... Maybe that's also part of the creative process because I have to have I need input maybe or transformation in, in order to put it on on paper on 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 the fabric. And that's what it feels like. So I realize I I I no longer care. It will come back. I'm 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 pretty mm -hmm. sure. So I don't put myself down for this any anymore. I just it makes me feel bad. <laughs> it's very boring, <laughs> but um maybe that's hard. Of the whole process, and yeah, I just listened to an interview of an, an author, and she was saying how she was on a a seven year writer's block mm -hmm. at the time. So I was like, "Well, I feel better." Oh my god! <laughs> and she that... was like prolific, you know. She has lots of she has some famous stuff, but yeah. So what we haven't are for those who might be jumping in like we we're here to try to share uh the real creative process and inspire <laughs> others to join in the mess and do it and try it so we show up as we are each time <laughs> and and we usually end up talking we usually have a little bit of planning before a recording of mm -hmm. what we talk about and we get hyped up on a subject but today we're <laughs> i don't know i'm not I feel like I feel like uh, Lame has to drag me along. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think I was in a very dark place for the last year or so. Really, I don't know when we started this podcast. I, I think I was a lot more <laughs> inspiring, <laughs> and I, I was in a very very dark place. Maybe that's. I think that's also part of being alive, and maybe that's also part of being a creative. Um, and I had to take a closer look at what's going on and had i think what it feels like i had to get to know myself because i didn't know myself and it's very difficult to be an artist when you don't know your, yourself and when you track all the this unfinished business along and then you have this unfinished business that is hidden away and then you want to start something new it's very difficult to do yeah I think this might work for a painting or two or, but it's very difficult to create a life like this that's what i realized and i also realized that it really comes down to getting to know yourself and i realized that 
like when we talk about emotional immaturity, that's a widespread these days. That it it's not just that you don't know about other people's feelings, but I realized I don't know about my own about my own feelings, and that was my task in a way <laughs> to realize that I have needs and to get to know them. And I think that's and to take a closer look at at what happened to me and. I also realized something else. I had so many realizations. <laughs> I realized that all my life, being an artist, I thought I have to have this education and have to have this experience and have to have this and that. And I think I always pretended or I tried to uh, take my CV and make it look almost like the real thing, you know. But now I realized maybe by doing so, I completely ne neglected my roots. Mm -hmm. And that was something very helpful for me because I, I'm not I'm not happy with where I'm coming from, but I'm coming from there. I cannot help it. It's not something to be ashamed of, and it's not. I mean, just by going out there saying, "Yeah, I'm I'm a princess." I'm not. I mean, mm. I mean, I'm not. Everybody can feel that, and I realized maybe that's what makes it so difficult to attract people or to to make some I don't know create whatever because the vibe isn't right. I think I resonated something completely different. That than what I was telling. The story I was telling wasn't wasn't mm. I don't know if it makes sense, but that's what I realized. Yeah. Well it's interesting you say a story because you had talked about how, you know, going deep and going into the darkness and understanding within instead of focusing on all the trainings and coachings. That's what we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. And then you said story and that's one of the, I don't know, recovery uh, things I've heard over and over and really, really resonated with me. It's just like the for healing, to heal yourself mm -hmm. story thing. And that helps others. And building that connect, you build connection by telling your story and tell your story however you can and all this. And then um, I was reminded, you know, art is, people say every art piece is a story. Mm -hmm. And so, I feel like there's this combination, like, you know, I was telling myself, oh, I, I haven't been healing because I haven't been writing down my story, but then I'm like, well, I've been painting forever. So I guess telling my story different, maybe non-verbally. Yeah, sure. And I think, yeah, I think it is far too often. That's what I realized we, we're still caught in this, what we should be how we should be. There are so many mm. blueprints, how you should be as an artist, as a woman, as a good person, I don't know, whatever. And I realized all my life I tried to fit in. And I, I think that's not how it works. I think it takes courage to be yourself. It really takes courage to be your own broken, miserable self. <laughs> mm -hmm. But that's all there is. That's all I have. And I, I think I'll, I, I, and not, maybe not, not, yeah, not realizing where you come from or not seeing your, or talking about your roots is actually neglecting a huge part of yourself. That's what I realized. That's what I'm I'm doing. I'm still trying to be someone else and I'm not, it, it's, not it's still not okay who I am or where I come from. Mm. Even though that doesn't define me, it doesn't define me where I come from. It, it, it means nothing. It just happened to me. It, I, I didn't do, do yeah, what what makes me is what I did with it. What I well, how, what I'm now, 
what I'm doing now. I think it's not what I am or where I come from, but what I'm doing. Right. Um, you feel that there's people like this idea about acknowledging it. I feel like there's some people it's kind of like that been there, done that kind of like once it's like, I came from the, I came from the upbringing, like the past is a past. You don't, you just move on good mm -hmm. or bad. It doesn't, it doesn't matter anymore. It's only the present. Uh, yeah. And that's exactly when you think about Zen. So I rediscovered Zen. It's something I was, I'm into Zen for, I don't know, 20 years or so. And I think I had to take a detour. And now coming back to it with all I've learned and all I've learned about myself, it's different now because that's yet another shirt. Someone telling you, no, you must not do this. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. I think it's, it goes much deeper because um, I think when you looked at it and acknowledge it and it can really accept it, then you no longer have to cling to it. But it is part of you and it's okay. But when you... When someone tells you you have to live in the past, so there's always the tiny voice. But what about me? I'm I'm your past. Mm -hmm. I want to be here. And say no, no. We live in the in the we live in the now. Go away. <laughs> that's not acceptance. I think that's not healing. That's just being blind to yourself and neglecting yourself once again. And I think it is. <laughs> yeah, that's what I tried to do. I thought, oh yeah, maybe I just what you what you focus on that's what you have but it doesn't mean to be blind for anything else <laughs> in order to be able to focus on on the here and now i think sometimes you have to look deeply into the past and to to, to, to get to know it and to uncover it and to to spend time there and then but then you have to let go <laughs> you have to find your way back to the present and that's but i think when you say oh yeah the past is the past it's toxic positivity isn't it that's mm. someone telling you oh no don't do that it doesn't work. I think it is really about what what's helping you. It's really about healing and not what other people think that healing is. <laughs> well, it was surprising to me because, like, I think I've said this before, but what, you know, the past is a past kind of belief for me. Like, really, any any accomplishments of mine that I did didn't matter once they were mm -hmm. done. And I was like, I was always starting from square one. Mm -hmm. and And, like, I think I went the opposite way. And it was more like, you know, that it doesn't, I must now start over and do something else to prove my, you know, my talents or my worthiness or my goodness or whatever, you know. And that was, that, that was very strange to start actually looking back at the good things to celebrate and to remember. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that's our life. And I think, I think it is. It sounds like a very painful thing to do, not to acknowledge what happened in the past. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, maybe we don't. That's, that's another thing. Maybe we don't have to accomplish anything. I think that's also something that's just our society today. We have to accomplish what? what? I, mean, I mean, the most courageous thing to do is to, honestly to be yourself and to stop all this madness of what we ought to do, what we should do. I mean, look at all those people who, who do what we should do. They destroy the planet. Right. They make money for what? To buy stuff they don't need. I don't know. It's, it's madness. <laughs> it's what we should do. I don't know what we should do. But I, I just, I think I don't want to continue with that. I, I don't know. This is my question now of like, getting to know yourself and what do you do with that 
it's a good uh and and you totally lost me with the uh the shoulds like i've lived my life of shoulds <laughs> what i should be doing yeah and i think that's um in in, in zen there is this that there is no i mm. everything is interconnected somehow and I, I, I just listened to this talk from Tisna Tan this morning where yeah, he said, I am made of non-me elements. Everything is, even when you have, I don't know, a tree, it's made of non-tree elements only. So, and I think it's really the interconnection between all things. And I don't know, should, it's just something your ego makes up. That's what I realized. I mean, it is something, it's never enough. Never, we, we, I think should is really taking you out of the present moment when you when you in and that's I don't want that anymore. That's what I realized this morning. I don't want that anymore. <laughs> and I don't want to be caught in the past. I want to acknowledge my past. I want to acknowledge my roots. But I want to be in the here and now. And the here and now there is no place or room for shoulds. No, I don't I don't want that. I think I think it's a process. It's it's very difficult to to talk about this and to understand this, I think you have to understand this on base levels in a way to, to, to get it. I think it's a process. So for so my question then is for creatives, if you're gonna be in the here, like trying to apply, apply this to my life. I have the here and now. I have my responsibilities. I have the housework stuff you know it's like i feel i start i have i have a whole i can make a whole list all the time it seems like of all my of all my to do's it's like when does the creativity come in or when does the just being come in i don't know i can only talk about my own experience i'm i mean i'm 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 not a master <laughs> but i can talk about my own experience but when you start to try to be more in the here and now in the present moment and to listen to your own self-talk and say oh yeah that's i know where this is coming from this is coming from this a conditioning from the past i can understand we have compassion and i don't know it falls into place it's a, in a weird way and you just find I, yourself cleaning up and washing the dishes without having making so much fuss about it beforehand you know and it's just what you do you see oh there are the dishes. I just clean them. With, it doesn't mean anything. It's just you do it because it's necessary. And that's, I had times like these, and that's just wonderful. You just go into the studio and you think, oh, does it, am I good? Am I bad? It doesn't matter. You just do it. <laughs> and maybe you don't like it. Maybe you like it. Who knows? But that's really, it's, it's just so easy. All you have to do is to remind yourself to practice to be here now and to, to, you need to tune into what self-talk. Am I telling myself that story that I'm not good enough? Is it, you know, and it's really, it's a practice. It's a practice to to realize that some some conditioning is hijacking you. It's it, it's like talking about trauma, like when you're um, triggered. I think it is really about, oh, I'm triggered. Something triggered me. That's really helpful to name it and to say, okay, and to disidentify from that. Yeah, one of the, yeah. I think one of the um biggest life lessons I've learned is like uh we assign meaning to everything. <laughs> or or it, it it sounds two different ways like either you know nothing mean you know there's no meaning to anything or we are the ones 
assigning it meaning. And that was really huge to learn for myself because like there used to be a time when dirty just is in this, you know, meant I was a lazy, terrible person, you know, <laughs> and now it just means there's some dishes. <laughs> Exactly. There's just some, I mean, you can go into the kitchen. Oh my God, I don't, you can decide, I don't want this. And you just clean them away. Or you can simply go into the kitchen all the, every time and, and beat yourself up for it. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like a very difficult thing yeah. and very exhausting thing to do. <laughs> yeah, it takes, yeah, it takes a lot of energy to feel that, to apply that guilt and then feel that guilt. And, and it's interesting because like last week, I was on high. I had so much energy and I was just, I had so much creative energy and I yeah, purposely geez. made the choice. I was like, oh, oh, so I've got all this energy. I could, you know, get my house in order. Or I could work on this really exciting. <laughs> and I chose the project and then I was cleaning the house, you know, when I had lower energy. Yeah. I mean, I think you can do that. What, whatever you want, I think. I think it's really um maybe it's really training to have all these opinions about things we do <laughs> or don't do about ourselves. I think that takes a lot of energy. <laughs> it, it is very difficult to to realize that we're doing this. And I think that's why it takes so much practice. And I hope I'm just beginning again and I really hope that I'm um I had a little bit of an epiphany in this last couple of weeks too, and I, I've and it's been a real interesting shift like i've talked about this and i've tried to believe it and i've tried to like get it for myself and it finally clicked that you know i am an artist and i'm living in germany and i travel a lot and therefore you know and i've always wanted to be this exciting traveling artist and it's just like there isn't a hope or maybe it just is and yeah. i get to be acting like a traveling ad artist anytime I want because it's true. Like depending on where I am sending my art, you know, or or painting my art, or who's buying my art, who's seeing my art, you know, I'm international. Maybe <laughs> just by that. I just maybe it's not that people should see you like maybe you should feel like that. Maybe that yeah. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that you could simply feel like being this international artist, yes, that's what you are. <laughs> Maybe that would change something. I think that's when 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 you talk about the. It's really how we see things. It, it always yeah. sounds so easy, and it can you can easily be caught in this uh, false beliefs and in this guru, whatever woo, woo stuff. That's not it. I think. <laughs> yeah, but and that's what I'm saying is that I I it's like I finally see it and I finally get it, and it didn't. It wasn't people saying it or telling me it's so or whatever. And um, yeah, like I spent the weekend, we spent the weekend in London. I actually had time to paint and I painted a few paintings. I don't think anything, I don't think any of them are good enough for a, selling as a print, but I had a really, and they'll still be fun to share on Instagram. I mean, that's definitely, <laughs> but. Oh. And I made, uh, I made a connection with an artist mm. who was selling her art in a market. Oh, nice. And she's on Instagram. And so I'm going to put a link in the note. Yeah. For a new artist I've met. Um, and she had lived in Amsterdam selling her mm. art for three years. So I was like, 
Not only did I get to feel like an international artist, now I get to meet an <laughs> exactly. Maybe maybe that's really how we feel. I mean, when you sit in your studio and think, oh, I'm a loser, maybe that's, maybe I could simply switch and think, oh, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. that would help. I, maybe I should try that. <laughs> well, it, the, the interesting thing was, like, I hadn't thought, I didn't, I hadn't thought about what I wanted to be seen or see myself as. I just had my negative view of how I see myself. Mm-hmm. I have the negative one, but instead of talking about oh, what would I rather be or what what's the what's the opposite or you know like I hadn't really asked myself that part. And once that that term was in my like yeah internet like I hadn't thought of it being special, I guess. But once I heard like international artists and you think and I don't and I don't even know why that clicked. Like mm-hmm. another word that I really resonate with is rock star. Like I really <laughs> want to be. A rock star but it has nothing to do i don't want to be on stage i don't want to be in front of a million people i don't want to wear leather jackets like but i want to feel like a rock star maybe that's possible simply where we are now i wish I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just my word it's just my like my awesome, my awesome self word anytime I- i'm like really really feeling awesome i'm like i'm a rock star <laughs> maybe we should do that just just feel like that. Get up and yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but the, whatever happens, it doesn't. <laughs> I will. I will just clean the house like a rock star. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was interesting though having the word rock star, and it it was so it was such a definite, like very clear feeling of what a rock star feels like. Just that bold, mm-hmm. unapologetic, unapologetic confidence kind of thing. I think that's what I was looking at. Um. But to have that, it still felt almost so unattainable or unrealistic. Unrealistic. It's just, it just, what do I have to do with being a rock star? But this whole, like, but this slight little shift over to international artists, like, still has that rock feel. I mean, it's, it's feeling so true now instead of this whole, like, oh, I wish I could be that. (laughs) Now I'm just like. I am like I'm painting in the streets, you know. I'm painting in this market, and I'm I'm scoping out art, you know, art spots, and I'll be posting this onto my Instagram. Yeah, maybe it's that easy. <laughs> it's not that complicated. I gotta find material for my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's not that complicated. Just we maybe it, it it is enough to simply skip or to simply realize that all the negative stuff you. Maybe when you're listening, oh, I'm not good enough. Maybe you could simply realize, oh, yeah, there's that voice again. And maybe not believing it. I think that's also a huge part what what really helped me in the past. And maybe I should yeah. continue doing that again because it is so easy to, to overhear. And then it's on repeat all day long and you don't even realize what's going on. And I think that's oh, what someone, I want. Someone talked about the inner voice and they were like, imagine the inner voice instead of a a, a judgmental authority figure. Think of it as like your inner your inner child throwing a tantrum, and see what that what that brings up instead. And that was very interesting. And I don't know if I can deal with that, but <laughs> I have some other ideas. So for me, it is I have all these parts, and I know these are kind of other personalities. I think Jamie, you were called some sub personalities, young parts of me, and they have a say. But this is more like it's more like a feeling it's not and i always 
for me, this voice is like like a like a record, like an old, very shabby record. It's mm. on repeat. Yeah. <laughs> Someone, you know, that's it recorded all the stuff that's been said from all kinds of people, and then it it's not even a person. Mm. It's just that old stuff, and it keeps playing in the background, so I don't forget how awful I am. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's a good way to think of it. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I imagine. There's some, there's definitely some phrases. I'm like, oh, yep, there's that one. <laughs> when you know, I mean, you you can get used to that. When you know, oh, that's a damn old record. I cannot turn it off, but maybe I simply can ignore it or don't believe what it says because it's so old. And yeah, well, yeah, that's I like how I'm painting the record too. Let's change it to some motivational speaker. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, we don't have to listen to that. I mean, you can, you can, you could, you could even listen to it and think, okay, 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 and see what it says. <laughs> Is it any true? And don't believe it. Um, I really have to get back to this practice. I realize that now. Yeah. I think um, having therapy and really looking into this was very helpful because it is very. I think it is very difficult to have some kind of spiritual practice without any real teacher and without any knowledge of, of, of yourself. I think it is very, I think it is hu something humble to do. It's not something to show off. It is not something to post on Instagram. <laughs> it is. My, my uh, therapist said something very interesting that I've been thinking about pretty much ever since as well. She's like, because she saw my, uh, my notes, my excessive notes that I always take and <laughs> how I fill books. She's like, you know, this, She's like, this looks like it's exhausting work. <laughs> you're paying it. There's so many things you're working on, learning or doing or changing. And I'm like, yeah. So, <laughs> and yeah, maybe there's nothing to 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 change. Maybe it's fine. I think I can only speak about myself, but I think I'm somehow I'm still caught in this. I'm not good enough. I should change. I should be different. But I cannot be different. I can I can act differently. I can look at things in a different way. I can yeah, I can react differently. I can do all that, but I cannot be different. It doesn't work. Because I am just as with my roots. I'm I'm here, I have this, I'm like this, but I can decide how to react to things. That's all I can do. Yep. I cannot be someone else. I cannot wake up and be Peter tomorrow. It doesn't work like that. I mean, <laughs> makes no sense um but when the voices tell me oh you're not good enough that's a very sad place to be i mean i really like the um i remember a long time ago i heard something i was like it's you know this whole kind of like it's none of my business and just to keep moving on like the projects are more i don't know if it's i don't know if it's an escapism or if, what, what, what's the word uh, toxic positive positivity where you're just like i don't have time to deal and pick apart all these thoughts and feelings and doubts it's just not my problem i just need to push forward and, and work on my what excites me and what my big dreams and goals are because i've always been that's one thing about myself i feel like i've been pretty good at being steady about is project mm -hmm. excited 
I think I really benefited from going to therapy. Huh. I because it it helps because now it feels like I can let go. Now I can do that. I can I can hear the voices say I, I know exactly where they're coming from, what this means, and what how this came about. And I can say, yeah, it's fine. I have compassion for that, and I can move on. I'm grown up now, and I think it's so much easier because I think part of what we're dealing with in this society is that we're not dealing with stuff like that and then it's not okay to talk about what happens to you and it's not okay to heal and i think that's a huge part because i think when you have all those people unhealed people then you have this unhealed society <laughs> and that makes it very difficult and it's not such a big deal you can talk about this you can be taken seriously and then you can heal it's not such a you don't need so much you actually just need someone attuned to you listen to you and you do the same for someone else and then you heal and then you learn from your past and that's it and then it is easier to 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 do this with a therapist or so than just journaling, and it, it it's not so scary. And then you know you've been there, and you you don't track it along somewhere hidden. It's you know about it. It's fine. And then it you can, uh, and then you can. That's how I feel now. I can concentrate on my my projects. I think, oh yeah, this feeling comes up. It triggers me, but I know where this is coming from. It's okay. So it's like um. What I'm hearing is that reminder that um, we are helping each other. It's like we're sharing the burdens of each, yeah, of each other's think, life and I, story. We, we can pick up, we can hold up where the other one is, where the other person is feeling. Yeah, we support each other. Tired. And we don't, I think we have this very weird, we talked about community in this podcast very often, and we have this very weird, we always have to be someone special or something. I don't know. You're not good enough, and you compare and you compete. That's. I think that's not how it was meant to be. It's. Yeah, we should simply see someone is suffering because we are human. That's just what happens to us, mm. and it doesn't mean anything. Is that person bad? Is is she he or she weak? I don't know. She's just human, and we just. That's what we should do as humans: help each other. And maybe it's as simple as, as that. But we don't live in a society like that. Unfortunately, we are judged when you have mental problems which is crazy and i was judged because of my past I, people are judged because of their skin color i mean it's a crazy society isn't it? Mm. that may be um it made me think of a story because we're talking about reflecting back and forth to each other and how we build each other up and how we can begin to change them. and i had this surprising conversation while i was in london and just remembered it that's this guy, he he was one of those people who was very um, good and be you know like uh, they're interested in everybody else's life and what they do mm -hmm. and everything. So he was asking me about art, what I wanted to do with it, and, and it came to the part part about together we got into this discussion and realized like I could make art for you know figure out a thing to people could bribing people with art to do things for the good of the world kind of thing. Mm -hmm. like and and like the like an example is like when i was on the appalachian trail and, and this woman is a patchwork quilter you know she she patched up a hole in my pants and mm -hmm. then my my way i could repay her was to pick up trash for 30 minutes mm -hmm. and like there was no way to prove I did it, but she 
that was her requirement kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of was like, well, what could you offer? You know, what could you ask people for to get a to get a print download or something? And it's like donate to this charity and show you've mm-hmm. donated and get the print. You know, there was so many. It, it just started a whole thing of ways we could contribute mm-hmm. and ways we could influence with what we had and interact and in, I don't know, the whole intricate thing that I like so much. Yeah. And I think it really starts with yourself. That's, I am the only person I can, I can not change, but I can really get to know and I can do something about how I behave. <laughs> But I cannot change myself. I cannot change my behavior. I can realize, oh, I'm always doing this. I'm always running away. I don't want to do that anymore. I just simply stay and see what happens. <laughs> That's that kind of thing. And, yes. Um, I'm definitely avoiding conflict. I'm, I don't know if I've really been working. We'll see. But I've been learning to speak up. You know what? It is difficult because... I think this society doesn't promote that kind of thing. That things, I don't know, people are seen, are seen as successful when they have all this stuff I don't care about. And that's not even important. And art is only important when it's worth a lot of money. Mm. No one cares about how, what, what, what it actually means. No one cares about community. I mean, you can see that people who who really do important jobs don't get paid very well i think i don't know and i i, I don't know i like the idea of, of using art as something to to make the world better <laughs> but i just thought maybe in this society we have now people who would think oh yeah easy peasy i just download it and just lie <laughs> yeah that's the thing i mean you have to start somewhere but um hmm, i don't know yeah. society is yeah that's my <laughs> I, I've really lost faith in people and that's where I because I've thought about all these different download you know downloadable art stuff and and um, yeah I'm really protective of my of my mm-hmm. art it's like if it's if it's a printable download then they can download it and print it and sell it as many times they want or resell yeah. it or something you know like maybe that's more like people pleasing, isn't it? Or more like giving too much. It is it doesn't feel right to me either. It's Yeah, I feel there's definitely but I've thought about this too of like, well, am I happy to give? And there's smaller pieces, there's easier pieces I've made. There's like pieces that are that were quick and like not maybe I don't like them as much or maybe they're too specific. But those ones I could see making but why? more accessible for downloading. Why download? Why not give people some experience or some idea, some inspiration? Yeah, well, I mean, with those ones, it's like there's, there's, there's. I also think about when people say, you know, making everything accessible, like how can art be available to everybody, whether they can afford it or not? I mean, that's another thing. I mean, my art is accessible for anyone who wants to see it you can go to instagram you can go to my website it is there for free mm-hmm. um that's not the thing i mean we don't get paid for our work it's out there all, everywhere and everybody can everybody can see it for free you don't get to see a, a movie for free it doesn't work like that but we uh, and then we have to give more and more and more and i think oh, no i don't want that anymore mm-hmm. 
how it works. That's just then I'm caught in this. I should give more. I'm not successful because I don't give enough. I don't want that. <laughs> it doesn't feel right to me. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Now that's just another should. You should be better. You should be more generous. No? Why? I don't know. I'm just no. <laughs> maybe you should be. Maybe these maybe people are projecting and they should be more generous. I don't know. Maybe yeah. who knows? Who knows? But maybe, maybe not. <laughs> so yeah. But I have just had this idea, so maybe I could should promote this because I, I've just seen it. I haven't listened to it yet. But there is this w- really wonderful app. It's called Plum Village app. It's from Tish Nathan. Yeah. It's totally for free. It has so many things about Zen and Buddhism, and it has meditations, and it has talks, and it has um, guided visualizations, and it has stories and poems and chants. It is. It's it's incredible. It's really gift to that. It's his gift to the world. It's and it's for free, and you can download it. We should definitely put a link underneath. Mm-hmm. And then you can also listen to talks he gave when he was still alive. And there was one question: How? What to do when I lost faith in humanity? I haven't listened to it. What I'm really oh, now. <laughs> I'm gonna go listen to that. It's absolutely fantastic because it really talks about what climate change, and um, that's what I really like because it is difficult to. And when you listen to that man, and him, oh my God, there's so much wisdom there. Mm. It's it's so calming, and it is so. And you can also learn a lot about Buddhism, and I think all the principles. You can read everything about Zen and mm-hmm. for children, stories for children, and it's fantastic. It's really. I discovered it yesterday, and I thought, oh my God, they give this away. This is, and I think it's a gift to the world to make the world better to be inspired to be okay i'll put that down i mean this is not some easy workshop where some coach tells you something (laughs) and you're rich at the end no it's i mean it's really a lifelong process and then it's something where you have to have it it's all about patience i think and being in the moment opens up a new way of seeing the world, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, I was thinking, what do you, do we have a uh, question for our listeners today? Bring to yeah. Instagram. How not to, what to do when you're not speaking. I'm really curious about that now. I have no idea. Yeah, I have no answers for that. That's a question. <laughs> that's a hard question. I feel like we should have. Yeah, we just let. I can't answer that, so we listen to that. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. Good question. I was thinking something like, um, since we were talking about stories, I would, and I was thinking of like, maybe, maybe, uh, uh something about a title. I don't know. I, I, di- I didn't quite get it, but like, like, what would you, you have who you are, who you think you are now, but like, what would be your, like, I'm curious about a, the fantasy you, you know, what's the fantasy version, but I don't know how to say it in a way that people wouldn't feel, would be um, happy to share on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, what, how do you want to feel like, like a rock star, like something and what keeps you from doing so now? <laughs> that's mm. the question. I mean, but I, I, I want think. I want to feel rich. I mean, I could do that now. I could be. I, I'm rich in comparison. I don't know. I'm rich. Am I not? Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
<laughs> how do you want to feel and what's keeping you from doing so right now? Hey, Oliver, how are you? Good question. <laughs> That's a really good one. <laughs> I asked myself that. I want to be feel that I belong. Why do I not feel like that? Or I don't. I want to feel artistic. Why do I not feel like that? <laughs> it's something to to think about, isn't it? Hmm. That's a really good, very good point. <laughs> you could invent stories. Oh, because I didn't sell a thousand paintings or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, well. Well, cool. All right. Uh, well, so I say two, we call it. Uh, Andre. Call it good. Okay. Background music now, anyways, with my shared office space, shared recording studios. <laughs> and I think it's a perfect time to sign off. <laughs> exactly. And I will definitely listen to that talk about what to do when you listen. I'm really interested in, in a Zen perspective on that. So sounds good. All right. Well, then, till next week. Okay. And thank you for listening. And the next week. Bye.